ladies and gentlemen. We back. We back, nigga. You know, it's your boy Sean back in the building again. It's your girl Jazz. And we here for another episode of a podcast we'll name later. We talk about everything, so we ain't got to name it now. <laughs> That's all. Word. Um, I just want to shout out to everybody who's watched it. Who You know what I'm saying? Shout out the feedback, you know, mm-hmm. commented, like, subscribe, all of that. We appreciate y'all. And yeah. we only here to get better. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Yeah. So, you know, um, this episode, you know, going to get a little deeper. Yeah. Nigga said I laugh too much. <laughs> Never that. Never that. I'm going to continue to laugh. You can suck my dick. But um, <laughs> nigga said I laugh too much. So, we're going to get a little deeper and talk about some things that we always talk about off camera. Yeah. Um, just get into it real quick, you know. I think it was her idea, honestly. You know, I don't want to talk about the dormant stuff because I hate people and I don't want you in my business. <laughs> but <laughs> I guess we'll talk about it today. Yeah, I think it's important. We're going to talk about childhood trauma. Um, were you happy as a child? Honestly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were? I was. I mean, especially looking at it now, mm-hmm. about the way kids... I just enjoyed doing things as a kid. You know, yeah. I see kids, in the, kids now, and I guess it's the time we in, mm-hmm. but... Kids don't even go outside no more. They're boring. That is so boring just sitting <laughs> in the house. I remember the times where even it was raining or something. Yeah. I'd be outside muddied up playing football out there. Just like. Every day. I'd be outside. Funky as hell. Disgusting. <laughs> smell like dog. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I remember we'd go out there and like, when I was up in New York playing basketball, it'd mm-hmm. be raining out there. Like, I'd be slipping aside and I'd bust my head on the concrete a few times. That's what I'm saying. Hooping, but like, I, had a, I had a blast. I had, I had a good childhood. Were you were you happy though? Was I happy? Cause you you grew up with siblings, so it was a little bit different. Yeah, I definitely was happy for okay. sure. It was always something going on. Like, How was it growing up with siblings? Cause I uh, I'm an only child, so you know just. I like, know, it was the best. Yeah. Like, but I grew up with boys. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. my two older brothers or whatever. Um, it was difficult at times being the only girl, you know, and being the baby, like. Niggas had to toughen up real fucking real quick. quick. Like, been kicked in the stomach so many times. Like, <laughs> and my brothers are not no like, <laughs> yeah, they're not like a freaking, like a year older than me. You see yeah. what I'm saying? These niggas are like four or five years older than me. Yeah, so it's like, getting kicked by them was a whole nother experience. <laughs> like, like I, I, I can't fuck with y'all no more. Hold on, real quick, off subject. Mm-hmm. Somebody said this. Somebody commented to me and was like, yo, I think this is a good idea. What? They said I'd be drinking a lot. Mm-hmm. So every time I pick up my cup, if y'all watching this, I need y'all to take a shot. Or put in the comments how many times did Sean pick up his cup. <laughs> <laughs> Please let me Please. know because, yeah, obviously I picked it up a few times. But, so, see, it's a little different for me, right? Mm-hmm. I grew up single child, right. only child, however you want to say it. Mm-hmm. But I do have an uncle that was 10 years older than me. Mm. And that was fun. Okay. That was fun because, you know, it was like our older brother. Yeah. Um, he did some things that he shouldn't have been doing. Son, that nigga will put me in a sleeping bag and zip that bitch up. Nigga, <laughs> I've been fucking duct taped to a chair before and left like, and I'm like, nigga, I got to go to the bathroom. And they're like, nope, we leave you in the closet, nah, lock the door. Are nah, you good? I remember one time, like, when we were staying at my grandfather's crib or whatever, mm-hmm. they have a basement. And you know, like, Older cribs, they have the big, the furnace that makes mad noise. Come on, was scared. Nigga, what's up? <laughs> my uncle would leave me down there, be dark and shit. All of a sudden, boom, boom. <laughs> the fuck? Hey, yo, <laughs> help! I'm not used to this shit. Like, Nigga, what? All that noise? Hell, motherfucking no. That shit was terrible. Mm. So, being that you were raised in a single parent home, right? Okay. Do you wish like it was otherwise, like where your dad? Was like in your life, like, do you wish that? Do you fiend for that? It's like, uh, I, I, I can't fiend for something I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't fiend for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had enough positive male figures in my life. I feel it to like kind of get that. You know, my mom did what she had to do and what she knew, mm-hmm. and um, it was great. I mean, yeah. I personally think that she did her best job because I felt like you I, came out great. You know, I mean, of course, I think I'm one of the most ignorant people I've ever met in my life, but I also think I'm well-mannered, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm very respectful, and I I have my shit on right where it's not like my ignorant side is shown when it needs to be shown, you know, I can be, and the, don't get me wrong, Mm -hmm. when I have a kid, I'm definitely going to be there, it's not going to be one of them joints where, nah, if if I, me and Shorty don't work out, then I'm just out. Yeah. Nah, but I mean, I don't fiend for it. It's nothing that, you know. Of course, you always. Oh, what would have had been like? Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, like in the back of your head, you're like, uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. but it's just like, shit, well, I'm for, good. Yeah, and for you, it was opposite. You had both parents, so like, was it something that you like? I mean, I did have both parents in the household, but I think it was very difficult dealing with my dad really not being there. You see what I'm saying? Because, because yeah, because yeah, he was working 24-7. Like, you know, he works in the medical field, so, I mean, being on call literally all my life. Exactly, like, and that's another literally. thing that, you know, like, people don't, people always forget that aspect. Like, mm-hmm. all right, sometimes you may have both parents, but you don't always, always have, have both, both parents. Always have both parents, yeah. You know? Like, just thinking about, like, as early as, as my memories go into my childhood, it's literally, like, me and my mom. Like, it's not, my dad, yeah, I know, I can, I know who my dad is. Yeah, I see him every day, like, when it's time for dinner or whatever the case may be, but... He had, he, he, ain't, had, he had to provide and do other yeah, things. I'm, and, well, I mean, both of my parents provide, provided. Yeah, you see like what his, I'm saying? His way of provision, like his way of providing was different. That he had to be out all the time. Yeah, literally. And, you know, it kind of made me resent him for a, a very long time. You know, because as a kid, you don't understand because you see your parents, right? And it's like, and being that we played sports, right? I played sports all my life. So at the end of the day, it's your like. not there. It's like you look yeah, up to the like, crowd and you be like. I'm like, well, my mom works, mm-hmm. right? And she's able to come home and go to my game. Mm-hmm. When you come home, you go to sleep. Yeah. You, you're like, not showing why? up at the game. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And it caused a lot of friction in the house. And it, it was tough to get over for a very, very long time. Like, it's like, well, I don't really know you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't know me. Now that I'm 30, it's like, oh, now you want to try to rekindle yeah, this situation. To, yeah, it's yeah. like, uh, it's Someone a little too late. Is- yeah. I mean, I definitely understand. I think, like, for me, it was great that mm-hmm. I had a single mom because, I mean, it showed, like, as an adult now, it showed how hard she worked and whatnot. Right. But it was weird because, like, my mom had to be a parent for so long mm-hmm. before I left the house. And, like, we had a good relationship, but it got better once I left the house. Yeah. Because, you know, she had to be the parent, you know, right. make sure, like, I was on that right path and, mm-hmm. you know, her raising a dude in a society, it's kind of like... It's tough. It's tough. You know, I could have easily, like... There's a lot of times I could have easily been doing... Crazy shit. That wild shit. And even right. if I attempted or tried and did... But it's always like, yo, your mom, uh, mm-hmm. you know, try to get back into that lane. But I mean, I... I don't fiend for a dad. And I can understand yeah. what's your place because it's kind of the same thing where it's yeah. like, all right, you It know, is what it is. It is what it is. But I don't... I hate the point of... And it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. I hate when people use the excuse, like, I ain't have my dad in the house. So, yeah, so and, now yo, I can't. On, by the way, shout out to everybody who's a father out here. Yeah. You know, because, yo, I hate that whole thought of, yo, these niggas ain't shit. shit. Da, da, da. Yeah. Like, niggas out here really being fathers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know a mm-hmm. few of my niggas, like, close niggas that I hit, I call right now, them niggas is father fathers right yeah. now. Yeah. You know, even at our age, even younger, they was like, really out here doing yeah, shit. Right. I know a lot of great dads. And, yeah. And we need we need these black men. You know what I'm saying? Especially in in our community. You know? Especially in our community. Because, I mean, it's so... Because there's so less of us. Mm-hmm. It's... And, you know, you see that one aspect, like, all oh, the dads ain't there. It's like, are they not there? Or something's preventing, preventing them, them from, from being, being there. there. Mm-hmm. Or even, like, in your case, he was there, or he tried to be, but if I'm working, mm-hmm. and... Or, you know, some people don't even get to that point where they have, they get the, your dad's in the medical field, but what mm-hmm. if I'm out here doing construction or I'm doing a warehouse? Mm-hmm. I can't be there all the time, but I'm, right. I'm trying my best, but I can't. Right. So I, I hate when, I hate the whole shitting on niggas because they're, they're still trying to provide, but they're not doing it how you deem it to be. Like, you mm-hmm. want him to be nine to five or be at their, you know, at your beck and call every time. Of course. But, you know, of course, I want the attempt to be there. Yeah, you know, I think. a little bit different, but. Right. I, I was about to say, I also hate, like, the, I guess the persona around like, okay, the mother's supposed to just take care of the kids and the dad's supposed to provide. And it's like, I think that causes issues within our black, within the black community because it's like, you're a parent regardless of anything. Dad, mom. I do drink water. Sorry. (laughs) I do drink water. You know, like you're a parent. As much as my mom knows me, you, you you as as a dad should want to know me as well. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like that should be the whole like, as a kid, you, to me as a kid, assuming so, if you got both parents in the house, mm-hmm. they're both the same. The only difference is that's mom, that's dad. See, but that's not true. You see what I'm saying? Because I say from my perspective, my dad was raised, like, 
from a militant background, right? So he wanted to treat his kids all the same. So the way that he used to talk to me, he used to talk to my brothers. You see what I'm saying? It's like, it doesn't work like that. Well, no, when I say that, I feel like there should be a differences, but like Mm -hmm. when I'm talking about the overall, like, you know how you said, like, you don't, the dad's supposed to be provide, the mother's Mm -hmm. supposed to be the carer. No, I want you both to provide. I want you both to care. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Your mom cooked this day, your dad cooked this this day. day. Exactly. You know, same shit. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. certain things around the house that, you know, and maybe it's an old school thought of Mm -hmm. ours or mine that, you know, the man takes care of certain, certain shit, things. You know what I'm yeah, saying? the like trash. That, the trash, you know. If Anything do, with the cars. You know, if you were out here mowing grass, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Cool. So, like, when you were younger, you had to cut the grass all the time? So, not all the time, mm-hmm. mind you. I, honestly, it wasn't until I hit 10th grade, 9th, 10th grade that I mowed grass. But, oh, yeah, you're lucky. <laughs> but, you know, most of the time, like, I was staying in apartments all the time. True, when I lived true, in New true, York. True. Like even though I was going back and forth with my grandfather, when we was in mm-hmm. New York, I was living in an apartment. I feel when it. we came down here, I lived in an apartment. Even when we had the house, mm-hmm. we that we got a house at first, and it was in a winter time, and then we moved down in the summer. Yeah, so I feel it. That was done, and then back to the apartments. And now, even though mom's got a crib now. Mm-hmm. I'm on the, the grass. Yeah, because um, I mean, that's somebody else. My step going to see this one. Like, yeah, then you going to mow the grass now? No, sir. I feel it, yeah. I, my ass had to mow the grass at a young fucking age. Because like I said, my brothers were five, four years older than me. So, them niggas was like, we done with this shit. It's on you. And when we moved down here. Peasant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what they fucking treated me as. Like, mm-mm. Yeah, that shit. Go ahead and do it. Yeah. Oh, mm-mm. Over that shit. I know the one time when I did mow grass, right? So, one of my boys in high school, mm-hmm. I was supposed to go to Macon, Georgia. Bro, if y'all don't live in Georgia, you've never <laughs> been to Macon, it's okay. You don't have to go. <laughs> you're not you, missing out You're on not missing anything. a fucking thing. <laughs> so, my boy from Macon, mm-hmm. he was going out there for a weekend. Literally, he said, yo, come out there, kick it. Bang. Ah. That weekend turned to the whole summer. Still I, listen, living up there. Before y'all say anything, I'm not colors. I just know who I am. I'm light skinned. And I was much lighter than this. <laughs> I was much lighter than you this. You don't fuck with the heat? Nigga, the heat, the sun, and none of that shit. I don't want to sweat out. I don't want to be outside with bugs. I don't want to sweat outside. See, the bugs is one thing, but the heat in general. I don't like the heat. I don't like being hot. Well, you were born in, in January. January in New yeah. York. Yeah. I like the snow. Yeah. You were I'm, born in July. I, know, <laughs> I love the heat. Shit. <laughs> Come out here like, yeah, this is great. Come out here like, oh, fuck. Stress the fuck Wait, out. Like when Georgia started getting hot, like now. Yeah, it's pretty hot outside. Niggas, it's, it's aggravating. Hot. So I got into my car, it said 92 degrees. I was rolling with the AC and the windows down at the same time to see what the circulation was going to be like. Shit went up to 97. I said, oh. Not today. Not today. I mean, mm. Mm-mm. When you... Like, how was it since you grew up with siblings, right? Mm-hmm. So, because I know that thing can get a little bit different. How was, like, the disciplinary actions were? That's <laughs> 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 deep sigh. Like I said, like, my dad was, was he's from a militant background. Mm-hmm. So, he wanted to treat his kids all the same. And my mother was not having that. So, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, after a certain age, I think, like, after, I would say, like, Ten, eleven, yeah, ten, eleven. I ain't get my ass beat anymore. Like when you say beating, just like you know, getting your getting your parents to put their hands on you, or like being with a belt, with a fucking belt. Oh, okay. Because I'm about to say, there's been other instances. Oh, things getting thrown at you. That shit still happens to this day. You see what I'm saying? Can't go say something to my mother now, nigga. Pop, pop. Yeah, but my mom don't. Her hands don't hurt no more, so I just laugh and fuck with her all, all the right, time. She, but right, until she, she pick up that water bottle or that shoe, but nah, like my last beating, like real beating, I did. I, I think I like went through the fucking door or I broke <laughs> the door, fucking playing around with JJ, trying to do some ninja shit, and we was yeah, cause we was practicing our uh, our taekwondo. And I broke the door, and I'm talking about beating like nigga, hands on the bed, ass out. She went to toes, (laughs) (laughs) and she went to work on my ass. Like I cried so bad to my brother. Like 
I was telling him, I can't do this no more. Like, I'm not getting in trouble no more. He was like, I told you. I told you. I told you. Nigga, you, this is your fault. <laughs> I used to get in trouble all the time because my brother said, like, oh, go try to do a backflip off the bed or something. And then, yeah, boom, a, I'm in the hospital. That's you the one I'm part I'm glad I don't have siblings because fuck y'all. I used to try everything, though. Yeah, of course. You was like, yo, you said do what? Bet. I could do it. What, nigga? <laughs> I think, like, you trying to challenge me? I think my last like real ass beating. I don't remember what grade I was in, but I was younger, of course. Mm-hmm. And you know when you went to school, those little fucking agendas, <laughs> right? Nigga, what you do? So my dumb ass. So I did. It, so there was a few times with the agenda shit. Cause mm-hmm. ah, so there was one time <laughs> they was doing some Valentine's Day shit, mm-hmm. and I wrote like, "Fuck you, suck my dick on it." <laughs> Just showing shit. I, think I was like. Oh. That sound like you. Yeah, of course. I feel like I, I put like, um, I don't think I was like in third, fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, suck my dick. Teacher saw it. Stable it to my gym and said, get your mother to sign it. Nigga, rip the page out. <laughs> didn't even show him. My mother got a call. She was like, yo, let me see your agenda. My agenda? My what? <laughs> Shit, Not I can't today. even. Can't even find that joint. <laughs> I, I left it in my school. Yeah, I left <laughs> my it in school my desk, baby. My fault. Found that joint. She's like, all right. She's like, she was like, she's like, oh, you think you slick? She's like, that was a good one though. That was a good one. My dumb ass was kind of stupid, and you know those big bins. Mm-hmm. I had all my toys in that joint. Mm-hmm. I did that shit when I got home. I bowled it up and threw it at the bottom of it because I ain't know where to put it. I feel it. I ain't give a chance to go. Stupid shit as a kid. Yeah, I should lit that bitch on fire. But <laughs> so tries. She she went through this. She was like, I bet you was found it. She went to the store, came back. Nigga, I had on fucking. Drawers, some mm-hmm. thermals, shorts, sweatpants on, right? Oh, you was ah. laced up. You was, was ready for I, I already knew what time it was. <laughs> I, I, was I was sitting there and I ain't even, she didn't even say like I was on punishment night. She was like, oh, I'll be back. So I sat in the room, just sat there. I ain't, mm-hmm. came back in there, come eat. Uh, she looked at me, we came back in the room, she looked at me, she was like, take that off. <laughs> All that shit. <laughs> no, no, I'll take that off. Straight down, layer by layer, straight down to the whitey tighties. Nigga, working, nigga, working. I was like, yeah, ah, bro. For a second there, I really thought I was about to die. Like for a quick second, that's why I was like, nah, I'm not getting in trouble. Yeah, anymore. I was like, I'm done with this shit. That's it for the birds. Like, you know? When you get to a point where you can't cry no more because that shit dried out, you be nigga. What? <laughs> tell me them, tell me them naps. Oh, no, those are the best sleeps ever, dog. Please do that shit late because I can go to sleep I, and sleep through the night. Nigga, what? I used to hate when my mom's hit me with the like. You crying? I'm gonna give you something to cry about. You just made me cry. Yeah. <laughs> what else I used you... to, bro, I used to hate when my mom used to be like, "See, I did not want to beat you," <laughs> and try to be my best friend. After no, no, no. I'm like, yes, no, you did. Space. You did want to beat me. You took out all give that anger. Feet. Not only what I did, but whatever happened at work, you took that out on me. And I mean, I didn't deserve that. I didn't deserve that. I, maybe half. All right. So we asked. Um, on Instagram, the question of the day. We was, sure did. We sure. You did. know, is it okay to beat your kids or whatever? Fucking and right. I know. I seen a lot of people. Some people was like, "Yeah." Some people need to get their ass beat. Well, I seen a good amount too when I was looking at it. That a few comments said like, "No, the, I'm not." Yeah. There's, there's a different way of going about it. Mm-hmm. See, for me, like, okay, so my mom, like I said, she beat my ass, right? My and then. Did too. And shout out to you, mom. I know. I love you. You You build character. Straight up, but it depends on your child because my dad used to try to beat my brother's ass, and that shit did not work out. You see what I'm saying? He's not that type of nigga that you could fucking put his put hands on him, like. He wasn't feeling that shit. Yeah, at all. You see what I'm saying? You You gotta talk to him. You gotta, (laughs) you know. and, and, And I think sometimes parents forget, like. Every kid is not the same. You know, talk to your kids, get to know your kids so you can realize how do they learn? Like, how how can I discipline them? Because my grandmother, she was the one who used to discipline us, like, put the books over our head and let us stand in the corner for, like, hours, bro. And I think that's good discipline. First of all, nigga, that's like that military journey. But a, hey, like, no, I'd rather... hilarious. Yeah, honestly. or make us go outside and run around the house. Yeah, no, I You see you. what I'm yeah, saying? Course, like, do some exercise shit to, where you tired as hell and you, like... Okay, Grandma, can I stop? You know, like, like... Please, can I stop this shit, though? I mean, yeah, I think it definitely depends on your child because I know I was one of those. I... I don't know. Maybe I was just an angry person. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just me. Don't talk to me in a certain way. I feel you. Don't yell at me. 
If you're gonna speak to me, speak to me. Mm-hmm. But don't yell at me. I don't like that. I mm-hmm. break down, I shut down, that's a wrap. Don't fucking yell at me. I'm to this day, you raise your voice at me. Now we I have a problem with you. That's what I'm saying. Right? That's how my brother is. Like, he don't like that screaming shit. He he really shuts down. He's yeah. like, okay. Now now I'm a ticking time bomb. Yeah, because you know? I mean, like, even now, even as an adult, and I've gotten way better. Mm-hmm. I'm a great person now. You are. But as an adult, like, I would play basketball. Mm-hmm. Nigga start yelling at me. Nigga, don't fucking yell at me. What yeah, the fuck is wrong with you? you? Right. So, but I mean, sometimes I kind of got the point. Like, I get, you start yelling at me, I just, mm. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you beat me. Oh, shit. All right. Well, uh, I guess I'll do better today. Yeah. Let me make this right. But I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, I'm not going to say I'm indifferent about it. Mm-hmm. I'm either for it if that's your child mm-hmm. or I'm either against it if that's not. Yeah. If your child gets it once you, you may raise your voice. The tone and the way you speak may have your child like, oh, shit, all right. Yeah. I mean, because every child is different. Like, no matter how you raise your child, some children just want to take risks and say, yo, I'm going to test okay. this shit. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. Let me test and I, see I, what the fuck happened. Yeah, I mean, just like speaking to my girlfriend and us talking about the future and things like that, it's like, to a certain extent, we don't want to beat our kids, but it's like, uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like there's, there's other ways to discipline your kids. Sometimes you need to put... That's what I'm saying. Sometimes you kids. need to put a little bit of fear. A little bit like of fear your kids your shouldn't be scared, scared of terrified. Like, yeah, but I but, mean, just a little... I think sometimes... Like, okay, I'm not going to try this with moms because she ain't playing that shit. I think some, some that small ounce of fear puts a little bit more respect into it. True. Because, like, there's sometimes, like, I watch kids nowadays with their parents who's never really been disciplined mm-hmm. and the respect level is like, at a shit time. Like, like it's you, terrible. you raise your voice at them. Fuck you. Fuck you, Karen. Yo, get the fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> yo, hey, yo, no. nigga, go feed me, nigga. I'm hungry. That's what I'm saying. Like, those, like I feel like those type of kids need their ass beat. Fuck you. Fuck a belt, nigga. You about to, hey, yo, nigga, hot, nigga, rock bottom, niggas, you know? But, I mean, I like like you said, some of those kids do need their ass beat. For sure. But I feel like reading can be a good dis- disciplinary action, too. Yeah, for sure. You know, because I feel like it's also beneficial. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was younger, I used to read. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was forced to read at first. Yeah, I was about to say, I was forced to I read. For- I mean, I could read Majority really well. of the time yeah, I was but forced I could- to read, because I'm like, ah. I, I was, but shit. then it would be shit like, for instance, right? Remember back in like, whatever year was that, 2000 or 2001 or whatever year Harry Potter came out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> My grandfather hit me with the like, yo, you want to see this movie? Mm-hmm. Read, Read this the book. book. Mm-hmm. And he was like, for all these words that you don't know, there's an encyclopedia and thesaurus and dictionary downstairs. Mm-hmm. Write them down and go find another definition. Mm-hmm. I used to have to do that too. My mom used to definitely bribe me with like movies. Like, okay, but you got to read the book first. And I'm yeah. like, but there's a movie out. I say, yo, there's a movie. Nigga. I don't got to watch that shit. <laughs> but, and then like also my moms would do shit like, for instance, like when, you know, you know, especially like growing up playing AU, playing rec ball, AU, mm-hmm. shit just happened on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So my mom was like, all right, cool. You got a game on Saturday morning? Friday night, you better finish this much of this book. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to play Grand Theft Auto. I'm trying to play this live. Trying to do her right thing. Yeah, I'm trying to do her right thing. I'm trying to be out. If it's summertime, I'm trying to be outside. Yeah, for sure. So, but I mean, you know, niggas, niggas. Hey, yo, learn your kids. If you got kids out there. Yes, please. Please, please just learn your kids. kids. And don't just let them run over you and just say whatever. Mm-hmm. Make sure your kids make sense. Yeah, because I, I feel like parents don't really, well, some don't really understand that like childhood trauma can affect a lot of things it can affect like brain development it can affect behavior mental health relationships emotions and physical health you know like it can affect so, so many, many more things, things. You know, yeah. it's ridiculous because kids will have not kids but like adults will have mm-hmm. shit from their childhood just like dwelling and dwelling yeah. on their mind about like damn oh shit they just did this and that shit trigger something and they're like oh and they get right. pulled, you know Especially if they're not able to talk about it. Exactly. I feel like I feel like the the little childhood trauma that well, for me personally, like seeing family violence and, you know, not being able to really talk to my, my dad the way that I wanted to talk to him and things like that, I think that in a sense it made me like I said, it made me resent him, right? So that resentment 
it's child it's definitely childhood trauma where I don't of course I don't like him no more. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then it's like And he thought he was doing his best, best but now yeah. it's like oh uh, shit. Like, like now he's like Yo, I don't really know you. Yeah, it's yeah. like my daughter don't even fuck with me. Yeah. I mean we're we're working on things because as you get older you wanna you wanna be better, you of want course, your family to be better and things like that. Just kinda being able to you can see things in a wider scale in a of bigger course. picture. So you and, know, and you can understand. Yeah. It's just like, damn, okay, well, like for right now, like I have a, a lot of little cousins, I have a lot I have god kids, I have little nephews, and it's like I, I can't be five places at one time. I can't have to understand, nigga. I'm gonna miss this shit. There's gonna yeah, be times where things I have to miss. Times I'm not with none of the kids. Mm-hmm. I'm out here doing my own thing because mm-hmm. I still have to live for myself. Exactly. So it's like it's an understanding thing, but you know, you get you get there as you get older. It's just like one of those things you have to, in a sense, you have to kind of cope with. Yeah. Until yeah. you're able to get that that closure, because sure. I feel like what happens is, I feel like what the bad part about it mm-hmm. is that nobody ever gets closure. Yeah. Nobody's ever to ever have that conversation. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, and knock on wood, but say your pops had passed mm-hmm. five, six years ago before mm-hmm. you got to the point where you can speak to him about exactly. Shit. Now it's like now that shit's gonna build inside of you, mm-hmm. and you you never you're never able to let go of that demon, that exactly. thing that's holding you back, and that resentment fucks you up a lot because you're gonna resent him and be like. Nigga, how you die before I get to speak to you? Exactly. Which I never understood. I mean, I've lost people sometimes, but I haven't lost anybody super. Well, I've lost somebody close, but not yeah. super close. But mm-hmm. it's kind of like, how do you resist somebody that passed? And it's kind of like, but I mean, I understand it all builds because, up. Yeah, because when they were there, they ain't do shit for they you. They didn't do shit for you. So now it's like, yo, you're going to die before I can get to that point of saying like, yo, mm-hmm. what the fuck happened? And you being a young adult, it's like, you've been like... Okay, you're looking at your parent, right? It's like you've been an adult. You should have took the initiative to make sure I understand, understood where you were coming from and the things that you had to do as a parent. You see what I'm saying? I shouldn't have to be the the bigger person and come to you and be like, "Yo, like, why the fuck we not close as we should be?" But yet I see you every day. But I also feel like that's just not for. It doesn't just go for parents. Mm-hmm. It goes for any type of siblings that may be mm-hmm. older. Anybody that sure. That's in a sense of raising you, helping in the guidance of raising you. Right. What if they feel the same thing you feel? What if, because y'all were raised in the same household, they probably feel like, dang, well, if you can't talk to him, think about the shit that I had, I had to well, do. No, 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 no. I'm saying, you know? when I'm saying like that, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about for the kids wise. Right. And kid on kid, for instance, right? Say if you're, say you're 10, right? Mm-hmm. And your brother's 20. Right. He plays, say he plays a part in raising you. Mm-hmm. There has to be a point where, like, what if something happens with you guys? Right. And now, like, you're still, you know, you even though you're not a parent, you still mm-hmm. play a part in raising me. I'm looking up to you. Mm-hmm. You know, help you me. Should be able you should to be help able me. to help me. Yeah, you know what but... I'm saying? Not with my parent, but I'm talking about, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody, childhood trauma doesn't just stem from parents. Oh, yeah. It stems it definitely... from siblings. It stems mm-hmm. from uncles, aunts, aunts, aunts yeah, your immediate family. All your people that you're around mm-hmm. that's helping mold who you are and who you're becoming. Right. What topic do you think that is hard for you to discuss, like, with your immediate family? Like, you personally? Um, it's, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Cause I can talk to my mother pretty much about anything. Right. But there's certain things that right now I haven't let her in completely about, mm-hmm. you know, even about things that I feel was important to me or just shaped me and made me certain, do certain things. Right. Or why I responded certain ways. Yeah. She, I, not that I don't want to let her in, but maybe she won't understand. Mm. Because you got to think about this. Everybody, their understanding level is based on what they went through. Okay. So imagine like the way I take something and how it affects me. Mm-hmm. Imagine somebody going through that same thing. And, and it completely changed. Yeah. Right. It, well, it's for them. Like, so let's just say like, you know, I lost a job and that's mm-hmm. like end all be all man. Fuck life. Right. Ah. But moms be like, nigga, I lost forty seven jobs, yeah, and I'm, yeah. you know, what I'm saying I'm I kept doing running, it. I kept yeah. doing it. Mm-hmm. So you know, I feel like that's that that kind of fucks up. Every, that's I think not even a black community, but that's an everybody thing where mm-hmm. everybody's more they receive information different where they mm-hmm. put themselves into it instead of just stepping outside and looking at the overall view and what's affecting you For and sure. why it's affecting you. So I don't. There's nothing that I necessarily say is 
hard to talk about, mm-hmm. but it's about when is the time to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Even on simple things of saying like, yo, ma, I smell weed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like, oh, we know it's not a bad thing, but right. you know, growing up with parents, it was like, yo. Don't ever do this don't shit. Don't do weed. Don't right. Drinking alcohol is crazy. Just smoking mm-hmm. weed is crazy. You know, things like that. And it's kind of like, now it's kind of like, you almost rather your kids smoke weed than drink alcohol. Straight up. So, you know, it's kind of about, it's kind of getting them, your parent, at least for me, like, with my mother, mm-hmm. it's kind of getting her into that mindset of saying, you know, like, hey, yo, settle down real quick. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about, right. ah, let's talk about this and that. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think, like, being from the era that we're from, I think, approaches everything. Like, and for I real. And I wouldn't even say era that we're from because I've, I've met people our age mm-hmm. or whatever. And their whole raising is mad different. For sure. So I just, I'm going to say how we were raised just yeah. because we were raised in a different, it was, like, all right. I'm just saying, my, I'm just saying like having older parents. Oh, yeah, 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 because yeah, Because yeah, I yeah. feel like a lot of these young kids have young, young parents. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So they were raised in the thing like, okay, you want to smoke weed? Go ahead. Yeah. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, I feel like right. our parents are, are more traditional, traditional than anything. Traditional parents, Because yeah, that's what, that's yeah, how like, they were raised. Like, my, my mother wasn't letting people spend, girls spend yeah, night at the house. Yeah. You, you in my house? You better sit your ass on the couch until oh shit! The sh- before the street lights come on, you better go. You home. gotta go. You, you better be saying? like you came over my crib. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like approach is everything because certain things that I talk to my mom now, I could talk to my mom about literally every fucking thing. Facts. But it it had to build up to that point. It wasn't just it, it like wasn't that. Just like that. You see what I'm saying? It because if like you come overnight. at my mom's the wrong way, she looking at you like, get the fuck out yeah, of my face. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I don't even want to hear that shit. I don't even want to hear that shit. Like, you that. wilding right don't now. Don't even talk to me. Yeah, but you? it's like, okay, like, yeah, I smoke weed, but this is why I do it. You see Thanks. what I'm saying? I, It's not that bad, you know? Teach them about this. Because our parents, you know, they don't know every fucking thing. They don't. And I mean, even in just in a simple case of weed, for example, mm-hmm. Even them being brought up, that was a, that's a narcotic, that's a drug. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Weed is terrible. Oh my gosh. Now it's like, weed, nigga, that shit. It's not that bad. Yeah, everybody smoke weed, actually. Yeah. And they, like mm-hmm. how y'all remember, like, when they were younger, trending, like, smoking cigarettes was a trend. That's what I'm saying. And cigarettes is the absolute most disgusting thing ever in the world. I seen somebody smoking a cigarette the other day. I went to the mall, came outside, mm-hmm. and somebody was smoking a cigarette. And I want the fucking, ew! I want that. Put my mask on for the first time in the room. Yeah. Why do you think that it's hard to talk to like your family about certain situations, especially like in the black community? I think that you know we're always told like what goes on in the house stays on the house. Like don't talk about shit. Like because everything is. Everybody wants to make everything as peaceful as possible. Mm-hmm. There's so much shit that goes on in the household mm-hmm. that you want to keep the peace mm-hmm. without causing, I feel like, without causing a ruckus, you know, without cu- causing an uproar. Like, if you say, you know what I'm saying, like, because we grew up, but we didn't grow up together, right? Mm-hmm. We live in the same household and some shit bad happens, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, say your dad beats on your mom mm-hmm. or vice versa. For the outside world, yo, Keep that shit in wraps. Forget about it. That shit happened. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. Because there's already enough shit that's going on on a day-to-day basis. You know what I'm saying? Like It's already hard enough being a parent, black person in society, going Mm -hmm. to work, having a job, you know, keeping a job. You know, like when I went to, I went to private school, Mm -hmm. you know, that's an opportunity that some kids don't get. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. I feel like there's certain things where private and public school can mesh and there's yeah. something that you need to take education yeah, for, yeah, whatever, for cool. Sure. But, you mess around and, you know, you say something outside mm-hmm. of your household that went on that may be really bad mm-hmm. that you may just want to express. That That's a lost opportunity for you. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Of now they, they dig into your uh, background or something, you know, they figure out something's going on and you're done. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why I feel like sometimes just parents just kind of or rather let shit happen and just let it be that right you know but i just i just don't like the sweep it under the rug thing i think that if we're gonna talk about it talk about it in the household you see what i'm saying after the shit happens explain to your kids why this was terrible why this shouldn't happen anymore 
You know what I'm saying? So they get a they get a, a sense of okay, it's it's a dialogue. It's it's a back and forth thing. You see what I'm saying? Rather than you don't need to fucking do this no more. You see, I think that makes kids rebel more and want to get into shit more because they don't understand. Well, I agree. I mm-hmm. think it also depends. Like again, as we were speaking before, it depends on your child. True. Because some children just can't handle that part mm. of the explanation after the context after of why not to do this shit. Because but now, why can't they handle it? You know, what I started to realize, kids mm-hmm. start getting their own personalities at a very young age. I said about like three. I was going to say between like, at like five, six, but mm-hmm. you know, you around young kids and I mm-hmm. am. So, but you may teach them this and show them this and all mm-hmm. of that, but their personality is not only their own, it's brought, it's a mixture between of you, whoever they're around. Right, and for sure. It's learned behavior. Yeah. So, some kids are just unable to take those things. Just kind of like, hold it in and take the information in without going back and say, yo, she beat my ass because X, Y, and Z, this happened. Mm-hmm. Because everybody, what if they go out and say, yo, this is the reason why she told me not to touch the hot stove. And somebody... I one of their friends say, "Yo, this is the reason they told me to touch the hot stove." Mm-hmm. So I mean, I I mean, it's kind of hard to say. I know that kind of it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. But it's like some parents just may not know what to do, may not yeah. know how to explain it. Because okay. if I tell you not to do something, mm-hmm. what if it was something that I was just brought up on, and I just never did it my entire life because I was told not to do this, and I never found out why, but I knew. See, it was but bad. That, but that's what keeps. I think that's what keeps us stagnant sometimes. Like when your parent can't explain why they're saying no, you see what I'm saying? It keeps your child in the box. Like don't ever go outside. And it's like, what you mean? like, cause in the back of your head as a kid, you're going to be like, you're going to think, you see what I'm saying? Your brain is always developing. So you're like, why can't I go outside? But just because my parents said, don't go outside, I'm not going to do it. No, I need to know an explanation. Why? Like, you know what I'm saying? Talk to me. All right. So check this, right? Mm-hmm. For example, Weed's been out for however long, right? Mm-hmm. But remember when weed, well, when you look back on it or whatever, when you read shit and see shit, yeah, weed got huge in the seventies. Mm-hmm. The hippie movement was out, cool, right? Yeah, no, like my mom was born in the seventies. What I mean, I don't know if it's all, mm-hmm. but yeah. So it's always been told weed is bad. Mm-hmm. Weed is bad. Mm-hmm. It's been bad. Mm-hmm. You know, even like the people in the 70s, the hippies were looked at as bad people. Like, they lazy, yeah. they don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Now, weed is a drug, weed is this and that. Right. It took up until 2020, damn near 2021, for weed to finally start being legalized. Right. Yeah, it keeps us standing, but you got to think about how long, how long that shit's been going down the line of saying weed is bad. Right, which caused to... so many black kids to be in jail yeah, for no, this no. shit. And I know what I'm saying is... Like, it's a negative effect, yeah, not no, really no. saying what it really is. No, and, and I agree with what I'm saying is the fact of this is the reason why they're passing down to us because that's mm-hmm. all that's been that's all they portrayed. Know. That's all mm-hmm. they know. That's all they learn. Mm-hmm. That's all that's what's been portrayed in society. Mm-hmm. And that's everything that they're seeing is that it's bad. But my thing is, take that extra step and research you well, see what I'm saying? What, I if feel you're like... research, what if you're researching and you see all the good things, but nigga, you get pulled over for smoking a blunt, you're going to jail. I feel you. I mean, so... I, I think it, I'm, I'm saying it, I think it's a, it's an educational thing. Just like when you're talking to your kid now, mm-hmm. I feel like you're still, even if not me, I don't have any kids. You're just saying when you're talking to me. Yeah. If you, in, in the future, <laughs> in the future. Yeah. We don't have any kids, but we, we plan on being parents one day. Well, I do. Do you? You fucking right, I do. Okay, okay. Hey, listen, man, my shoulders, my shoulders are marching, dog. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it, it takes that conversation. Because even now, like, when my child is of age, I feel like telling them the pros and cons to doing... Certain things, To yeah, smoking no, weed, course. they should know. You see what I'm saying? But if you're just saying, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, I think that's going to make a child want to do it more. No, of course. I just, but... Again, I feel like it's also come with the times that we are in. Mm-hmm. Remember, now you can drive around Atlanta with, a, I think it's like a gram or something like that of, of weed, mm-hmm. and you're good. See, but I mean, by well, the law, see, by the laws, but cops, see, telling my kid yeah, that being black, no, no, uh-uh. of course, yeah, no, we're not, but I'm, I'm just saying, but mm-hmm. 
if we're talking about law, because okay. a lot of things are being brought to, like, especially with our parents, mm-hmm. nigga, don't do that because, nigga, you will, you will go to jail and you borderline may die. Right. So it's brought up in that. As now, like, we're about to be parents. Mm-hmm. Well, Sooner or later. We're going to be parents. <laughs> you know, now it's kind of like, hey, this was going on. This is how you can go about it. I feel like with my mother mm-hmm. and telling me not to smoke weed, maybe she had a bad experience or whatever, but it's more like, yo, seen in society, mm-hmm. seen by cops mm-hmm. as a black man for one. In certain areas, in a black man, you make it to 18, you're a fucking god. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You make it to 21, you're fucking beyond that. It's crazy mm-hmm. out here. Right. So, it's like, hey, yo, this is what they see you as. Mm-hmm. You ain't selling drugs, you ain't selling coke, you ain't moving crack or whatever, but you smoking weed, you you may die. Right. So but I think, you see that conversation that helps. Yeah. Some some kids don't get that. Some kids just like don't ever fucking smoke weed. That you know, like No, it, and it, I and I agree with that. I mean mm-hmm. parents should explain, but it's yeah. more of a situation of like the explanation that comes behind. That's it. what I'm because saying. Because even then, like, I feel like some parents may have had an explanation, but it's the way they went about the but, explanation because mm-hmm. I think it's the way they were taught. Yo, weed mm-hmm. is bad. It's a drug. Don't do this. So I'm telling you, weed bad drug. Don't, don't do, do it. This. Exactly. Yo, weed is bad. Don't do this because X, Y, and Z. All mm-hmm. right. Now I'm going to say. Or share that experience. Just like my dad did for us. I, I know, like, my dad was like, listen, when y'all are older, y'all are going to try a whole bunch of shit, whatever, whatever. But yeah, when, it comes to, yeah. when it comes to weed, I'm going to just let you know, I had a terrible experience with that shit. You see what I'm saying? And it made us look like, oh, shit. Like, what? Like, I met you did? Something can just, happen like that? You see? Yeah, I met mad parents who just been like, I've been too high. That shit's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I get to see and shit. I get paranoid. I get the fucking shaking and shit. I'm like, yo, kind of weed you smoking in? That's what I'm saying. <sighs> Passed out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But at least, like, there was some type of dialogue where it's like, oh, shit, well, I know that my parent at least tried it. It's like, you know, <laughs> you can't just sit here and tell me no, 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 no. And first of all, you probably never even tried it yourself. Facts, facts. And you're just going off of what everybody yeah, else don't tell says. me no if you never try it. Yeah. You know like, what I'm saying? That's like telling me don't drive a car fast and you never drove a car fast. Because I drive cars fast and I'm going to, and I'm going to tell my kid, yo, if you do it, make sure you're good at doing it. <laughs> <laughs> But with that being said, as your parents telling you know about this, yes, about this, mm-hmm. is there something that, you know, you wish the opposite was told to you at a young age or that you knew, like, that you know right now mm-hmm. that you wish you knew at a young age? So you asked me, what is one thing that I wish I have learned, like, that I that I know as an adult that I wish I've learned yeah, when I was like, a child? Yeah, you know, child? even, like, whether something was saying, like, hey, don't do this, mm-hmm. or saying, like, damn, I learned this shit mad late. Or, mm-hmm. you know, even that you just learned on your own as an adult that you wish you knew when you was at a young age to um, apply it. I would say... To have patience. I think that as a kid, you know, patience wasn't a, a, a real thing. Like, hurry up, do this, hurry up. Why are you walking so slow? Hurry up, we got we got to go here. We got to do this, I'm we got to do that. I'm still not patient. <laughs> And I think people forget to have patience and that that goes a long way. Like, especially being in a relationship and things like that. Like patience is everything because everybody's definition of love isn't the same, right? Everybody's, everybody's mannerisms aren't the same. Everybody's childhood trauma isn't the same. So I think that learning to, I think like as an adult, like I'm very, very patient and I love that quality that I have. But as a kid, I wasn't patient at all. I couldn't deal with anybody you see what i'm saying like if you're trying to talk to me for too long it's just like okay like hurry up and be done with it you see what i'm saying i think that came from my parents from rushing me to do this why are you taking so long to do this hurry up and read this Uh, yeah it's just like so i definitely think that that's that's definitely one thing that patience is like what they say patience is virtue yeah for me i think it was i'm gonna say like hard work or like the work work ethic ethic. because Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Like I have, I personally think, and I've been told I have a great work work ethic. I'm mm-hmm. gonna keep. Give me I a think job. you do. Yeah. Yeah. But it's more so when I was younger, and you can probably attest to this too. Mm-hmm. School came easy, right? Yeah. Where you know what I'm saying school was like you know nigga I look at you see something on the board. All right, cool, I got it. Mm-hmm. Why you ain't study, nigga? Uh, uh, here's the test. I I'm done. The test. It's right. easy money, mm-hmm. but. I wish I would have learned that at least in high school. Yeah. Because 
college and high school. Mm-hmm. Your life can be totally changed between your ninth grade year and your freshman mm-hmm. year of college. Yeah. And it, that can shape your entire life. life. <laughs> yes. So, you know, like, shit like that. So, had I worked, had I had to work at the, to put in a little bit more time mm-hmm. with both things, you know, whether athletics and just scholastic. Mm-hmm. Things you know, your life can be shaped that way, mm-hmm. and then even now, you know, you get you fuck around and get comfortable in something because you've been doing it for so long. It's easy. Mm-hmm. You're comfortable in this job. You know, you gonna have a job. Mm-hmm. But showing that work work ethic can kind of help you, and I feel like for that's sure. what parents need to instill. Like, don't get me wrong, I parents need to make sure their kids have fun, do mm-hmm. those. But a work a work ethic has to be like applied into your life. It mm-hmm. has to be something that's instilled into you to make sure, yo, whatever you have can be taken away, whatever. Just like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you may be really good at this and you may mm-hmm. be the best, but somebody eventually is going to come and be better than you. Mm-hmm. You better keep working hard. Yeah, you got to outwork them. You know, like your, mm-hmm. your favorite player is fucking Kobe, right? Mm-hmm. That man strived to be the greatest. Right. And he kept working. Mm-hmm. And he kept working. You know, you got you got to respect people like LeBron who keeps working, mm-hmm. keeps working. Has anything in your childhood like taught you that you're not supposed to take anything for granted? Um, I can say that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when you say childhood, cause I think childhood is, I'm saying from, from eight, zero to 18. Yeah. I was about to say, uh, definitely like before high school and below. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. Just say that. Cause I mean, to, yeah, I can say that mm-hmm. just because of like, I feel like there's opportunities I may have missed on just for the simple fact I may not have had I done a little bit more to be a little bit better. Okay. I could have been somewhere else. I feel you. You know, like I'm grateful for like even like the high school I went to. Mm-hmm. But say had I, you know, I was a basketball player. Yeah. Say I had I worked a little harder playing basketball mm-hmm. to make myself better. Yeah. Even though I went to a great high school. I could have went to an even better one. Right. You know, to put me in a better position to do X, to Y, and Z. The, right. You know, or not even just like on a basketball level because I'm just not old. We're not just old sports. You mm-hmm. know, we were great on, and I can say that for both of us, we were great on a scholastic or mm-hmm. uh, academic level. So like, just putting, even though we were smart, and for me, like, I was smart and, you know, on a roll all the time, you know, for whatever you want to call it, you yeah. know, three, five and up. My mom's didn't play that shit. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, I saw a C one time. And I about, about died. I was in 11th grade. Nigga, got it. Nigga, it was a C on a progress report. Like, it wasn't even my full grade. Nigga, everything ain't been... Hey, yo, the grades ain't even put in yet. <laughs> yo, the grades ain't even put in yet. Nigga about gave me the fucking two-piece no biscuit, nigga. Hello. And so, with that, you know, just pushing a little harder. Yeah. Could have put, you know, put... Being able to be put somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, let me make a choice instead of somebody making a choice for me. Exactly. You know, that's and I think exactly. I think that's what everything. You know, if you work a little bit harder, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what, I mean, I don't care if you were spoiled as a kid, if you grew up rich, mm-hmm. there's always something that you can work harder right for. Exactly. So exactly. I mean, like, what what'd you find out from being like the patient shit? The patient thing, like I said, I'm still not just, patient. Well, that also came with having. Sib- like my little cousins living with me too. Yeah, I, you see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, me at a <laughs> yeah, don't live with me. Yeah. Now. I don't want nobody here. But at a young age, I was put into an environment where now I had to somewhat be an older sibling uh-huh, to, to, to little babies. Yeah, exactly, you know what I'm exactly. saying? And no matter what, like if I had a terrible day or if I didn't feel like doing anything, I got three little babies coming in like, so what are we going to do today? Exactly. You know, you <laughs> you know? know? Like, with a baby, they excited. Oh, exactly. they see you. Ah, we outside. Ah. That's what I'm saying. And also, like, just uh, going off the question that I asked you and you answered, um, for me, it was tearing my ACL, you know, in, in high school. You know what I'm saying? Just going through surgery and... Granted, I've been in the hospital plenty of times before that. You see what I'm saying? But really having to work very, very hard and even like harder than the next person just to get back to where I wanted to be. Right. I think that 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 taught me a lot of patience. Like did it. You know, first of all, man, I I fucked around and messed up my knee one time Mm -hmm. and it was like partially torn. Boy. And even then, so your ace, 
Hey man, yo, hand claps for Jazz, man. <laughs> Coming back and doing her thing, cause boy, AC, yo, kill me now. It happened twice. I've had four knee surgeries. Erp. And thank God I can still walk. Jump. <laughs> no, the fuck, that nigga, you can still walk. You can get up on your own. You don't have to walk with a cane or a walker. I know. I know. <sighs> Listen, it's tough. Before but, we wrap it up, though, like I think. We should also like give advice to the people out here that can't really like voice their opinions or things like that. So if y'all want my advice, man, I'm gonna tell y'all if y'all don't feel if y'all don't like somebody, come suck your dick. <laughs> no, I say I'm just joking. I'm just joking. That, that's hilarious. But like <laughs> you say it under your breath. I know. <laughs> but I think a lot of people want to know like how do you overcome it? You know. And go ahead. Okay, I was about to say, like, I think my five steps to overcoming trauma in general, I think, first of all, you got to acknowledge. Yeah, that you was know? one of my things. Like, you have to really, you have to be honest with yourself. Yeah. It's not about, honestly, it's not about anybody else. At this mm-hmm. point, you have to be honest with yourself. You know, for instance, there, one of the things that are said, you know, mm-hmm. one of the saying is, the first step is to admit it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, you say that to people who are on drugs Guys, or who yeah. drink alcohol mm-hmm. or whatever, the first step is to admit it. So mm-hmm. once you admit and say, yo, this is I'm traumatized because of something, right? So you got the acknowledgement. The second one, I think, is acceptance. You know, you got to accept that the trauma happened. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do to, to go back and change it. But at least you accepted what the hell just happened. Acceptance is a big thing. Yeah. Because um, not, again, it's part of acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. You acknowledge, like, yo, first step is to admit it. Yes, I went through mad shit mm-hmm. as a child. But now, I went through it. It, it is happened. what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, that, and that's where a lot of things, are. you have to see that it shapes you. Mm-hmm. You have to admit and accept that, yo, it shaped me. Mm-hmm. But, if it shaped me in a negative way, let me try to change that by, you know, moving on to that point and accepting like, hey, that's what happened. That's why I am why I am with certain things. Mm-hmm. It's time to be an adult. Yeah. Man up about the shit. Mm-hmm. Woman up, man up about the shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. So what's, what would you say would be the third step? <sighs> now you have to, you have to be able to take all of that and say, hey, I need to be better, mm-hmm. which is, you know, like, it's like regaining control. Of course. And that's controlling that, that environment, what's next, mm-hmm. that next step, whether it's mm-hmm. a minute from now, a second, an hour, however, mm-hmm. I have it now, this is what happened, this is what it is, what's my next step of, yo, I'm looking, my, let me talk to myself, yo, this is what happened, mm-hmm. let's be better. Yeah, speak that, you gotta speak your truth. Once you regain that control, to regain that control, I think you gotta speak your truth, right? And that could be, that could mean you talk to the person that hurt you, right? Not take it out on others, right? You could write some shit in your journal every day. Mm -hmm. You could talk to yourself in the mirror, but start speaking your truth. You know what I'm saying? So, because a lot of people think about stuff, but they've never said it out loud. Like, oh, shoot, I've been molested. I've been abused. I've been... You know what I'm you saying? Know, people don't say, yeah, wanna... exactly. But a lot of people have never said it out loud, and I think to regain that control, you need to speak that. You know what I'm saying? I think after you regain that control, I think it's it's very important to seek positive reinforcement. With that positive reinforcement, though, mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of hard to for some people to seek that. It the only reason, be. not not, I'm even. It's not hard to seek that. Sometimes it is. It can be, but when I when I think about it, when you seek positive reinforcement, mm-hmm. I don't want a yes man. True. But that's where some people go wrong mm-hmm. when they find a yes man, and they be like, they agree with everything you're saying. Mm-hmm. The reason why you like this, you blame everybody else, and da da da, and they just yes 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 to you, and they right. just give you. Now I want for my positive reinforcement. I also want you to be realistic with me. Right. Tell me, yo, my nigga. Relax on that. Mm-hmm. You fucked up on that. Mm-hmm. This is you. I know everything has probably shaped you, but right. sometimes you have to be an adult and say that you made your own decisions. Yeah, after the, after a certain age. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have to. You made your own decisions. So I mean, I yes, I want the positive. Say, yo, you are a great person, but your positive mm-hmm. for me sometimes my positive reinforcement can be 
saying things a neg something negative, but saying like, "Hey, you're great. You do, you do some shitty things. You're great, mm -hmm. but you do a bunch of shitty things." I feel you. I mean, for and me I mean, personally, person to person, I think, of course. yeah. But I think as you go through the process of really dealing with trauma, mm -hmm. like if somebody abused you, right, and you can't get over that, That's so yeah. yeah. So now, like, let's say for example, you got a woman who's been. Uh, sexually abused her whole life and now she has a man that she wants to love and give her all to but she's not really comfortable in that sexual field you know what I'm saying it's that abuse that held it her is, back it is because so, she wants to be there but she can't because yeah she, she never dealt with yeah, it facts. exactly and I think that positive reinforcement comes in where you just have a friend that can listen and just like let you Speak the things that you want to speak, whether it's bad, it's negative, positive, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, really I, yeah, get to, yeah. Somebody got to listen. You know, sometimes somebody. you don't even need nobody to respond yeah, to you. exactly. I, just shake your head and know that you're listening. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, for sure. It's and like I, a show to the cry on. You ain't got to say nothing. Nah, 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 I just want to cry. Right. And have that, like, no judgment zone. Because I feel like some people are scared to say the things that they've been through because simply they don't want to be judged. Don't have friends that judge you. Facts. I mean, nowhere around. I don't have friends that judge you, but we'll talk about that in the next one. Yeah, for real. Um, I also think that affirmations are are beautiful. They are. You know? I think. I feel Remind like that's yourself of who you who you are and who you want to be. I feel like you know that's where like as as I grow up, mm -hmm. I'm gonna say this now. Give me a second, man. As I grow up, yeah. there's certain things that I was like, I'm not gonna say against. Mm -hmm. I'm just a little childish on just because I. I didn't give a fuck, or you okay. know, I, I'm I'm still not in tune completely with my emotions. Mm -hmm. But I feel learn your love languages. Yes, because that's part of affirmations. Yeah, because, it's important. You know, some people I don't always want to be told like, "Oh, you look good." Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. like you can be told that I, I can. You can tell me that I look good or that you're doing great. By even just taking a picture of me mm -hmm. or saying, you know, gives me something that, you know, I like. Mm -hmm. And just saying like, oh, you know, I thought about you. you the positive shit that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Here's something. All right. You know, so, so you're more of a, like the gifts. Not even that. It was just. No, okay, but I'm gifts just, come in. Gifts are not always materialistic. materialistic thing. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I took mine. I'm not going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. I'll talk about that later. Because <laughs> I mean, I took two and they gave me a few different, different things, things. But yeah. I mean, it's just. Sometimes, I mean, there, I won't even lie. Sometimes I just like being told, like, hey, yo, you're doing well in life. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, simple shit. When my mother, like, my mother would call me. I know, like, last time I spoke to her, she was out of town. Yeah. She was like, yo, like, her friends were around. And she was like, oh, Sean, go ahead, tell them about your promotion. Mm -hmm. Shit like that just kind of, like, brought a little, even though it was from my mother, of course, mm -hmm. you know. you But, I mean, I, I appreciate when my mother shit on me. I feel you. So you need that balance. Yeah, you need that balance. Like, yo, mm -hmm. shit on me and something like, hey, yo, cool, but mm, mm -hmm. you can do this. So like, that that little shit right there just brought joy. Like, she's like, yo, son, he's doing ah, right. You know, when you're around a group, especially if you, you know, my mother be around a group of people that's doing mad well. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, you got that? You doing this? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, thank you. Good. You feel good yeah. about yourself. So those positive affirmations. Where it comes from, you just got to take it in. Mm -hmm. gotta just take accept it. In. it. Just, just accept it. Just be like, dang, I am doing good. Like, I don't want to beat up myself 24-7. Like, sometimes it's good to hear somebody saying, like, damn, bro. Like, man, you on your shit. I'm proud of you. Facts. You see what I'm saying? And, and then that goes with the last one where I think mm -hmm. it's true. Is when you you push that shit out. Mm -hmm. But you keep, keep enough in to tell your side. Hello? Because let it go and pay it forward. Because it mad people have been going have gone through the shit that we've gone through. Yeah. Mad people been raised where we've been raised, you know what I'm saying? Grew up the way that we grew up, mm -hmm. been through the same exact shit. And they're just they don't know how to deal with it. They don't know where, you know, and even at a younger age, they just like, oh shit, shit. what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. They never so, had that outlet. So you know, let them know, like, yo, you ain't the only person, like, yeah, shit happens, you know. Share what I'm saying? that story for sure. So I just think that's very important for everybody, you know. If you if you guys got any stories, like, comment, subscribe, just yeah. let us know, man. You know, you yeah. can follow us on Instagram. You know, what I'm saying, tune into the pod. You know, comment your story. You know, if you got something sure. to let out, if whether it's anonymous, uh, that's the word, anonymous. 
what I say, I'm anonymous. <laughs> anonymous. Mm-hmm. You know, just if you need somebody to talk to, you know. We here. You, you see know. what I'm saying? That's what we that's what we're here to do. I know today was more on, on the serious side of things. Dormant. But, <laughs> but it's good that they get to see a different side of us and you know, we wanna be able to step out of our comfort zone. And, you know what I'm and saying? I'm, I'm always just... going to make light of a situation. I take every, everything always. that we speak about is serious, but to make light of a situation understands that I, I've let it go and pay for it. Hello? You know, so, I mean, this is a conversation that we've had off camera that we feel mm-hmm. some type of way about, but, you know, you just kind of got to keep pushing and make sure, you know, you pay it forward. I feel you. So. And one thing I will say before we wrap it up, mm-hmm. um, we're doing a giveaway soon. But in order to get this giveaway, we got to get a thousand subscribers. Please get us there, man. Yo, we, we giving that we giving that shit away, man. We gonna come up with what we giving away because we got a few ideas in mind. Y'all gonna like them. Yeah. So subscribe, comment, like, share. You know, tell your tell your grandmothers, tell your aunts, your uncles. Yeah. Anybody who accept people that curses a lot. Um, <laughs> anybody who who's okay with hearing it, I know some of y'all that grandmothers yeah. might be from the Bible Belt and I don't want to hear none of that shit. I feel it, but you know, it is what it, it is. It is what it is. Again, I got this beautiful young lady here, and who are you? I'm Jazz, and I'm Sean, <laughs> my handsome brother. No, don't tell me I'm handsome. <laughs> Depending on what day it is, but yeah, shut up, stupid. But we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And yo, tune in for the next episode because we back at it again. I'll let you